Welcome back to Should You Watch This with the Popcorn Priest. As you know, my intro is an audio clip from Zoolander, voiced by Jerry Stiller. One of my favorite audio clips of all time, and that's why I have it on our podcast to set the mood. Anyway, I wanted to pay tribute to him as he recently passed away on May 11th. Great actor with over 115 IMDb credits. He worked in the TV industry in the 50s, 60s, and 70s. And of course, as the unforgettable role of George Costanza's father, Frank Costanza. Jerry Seinfeld said of him when he was on his show, We never gave Jerry Stiller a note. I never adjusted his performance once. Whatever he did, that's it. We're putting that out there. I don't know why he did it like that. I don't know why he screamed on that line. It doesn't matter. It's funny. So funny. I'm such a dedicated believer, and if it's funny, don't touch it. I don't care why it's funny. I don't care what the line was supposed to be. He said it that way. We're doing it that way. Take a listen to some of my favorite sound bites of Jerry's. Uh, beginning with a blooper when Julia Louis-Dreyfus on the set of Seinfeld couldn't stop laughing at one of Jerry's lines as he delivered it. I will miss him. We will all miss him. Take a listen. Who put you up to this? Was it her? All right, wait a minute. I think you've got it backwards. My George isn't clever enough to hatch a scheme like this. You got that right. <laughs> the hell does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> What the hell does that Come on, okay, let's go, let's go. That means whatever the hell you want it to me. You're saying you want a piece of me? <laughs> you saying you want a piece of me? saying you want a piece of me <laughs> you saying you want a piece of me I can drop you like a bag of dirt you want a piece of me you got it Many Christmases ago, I went to buy a doll for my son. I reached for the last one they had, but so did another man. As I rained blows upon him, I realized there had to be another way. What happened to the doll? It was destroyed. But out of that, a new holiday was born. A Festivus for the rest of us. That must have been some kind of doll. She was. And at the Festivus dinner, you gather your family around and tell them all the ways they have disappointed you over the past year. And is there a tree? No, instead there's a pole. Requires no decoration. I find tinsel distracting. Frank, this new holiday of yours is scratching me right where I itch. Let's do it then. Festivus is back! I'll get the pole out of the crawl's face. Today, we are reviewing 2014's Best Picture nominee, The Imitation Game. Joining me 
are my reoccurring guests, Cole and Taylor. Enjoy our take on this picture. Who are you? Alan Turing. This war, we're not winning it. Break the code, we have a chance. Enigma is the greatest encryption device in history. It is unbreakable. Based on the incredible true story. What if only a machine can defeat another machine? You do not have to do this alone. You've got more secrets than the best of them. It's a superb thriller. Five stars. My machine will work. The world is an infinitely better place because of you. The Imitation Game in cinemas November 14th. Welcome to episode nine of the podcast of. You seem to you you don't seem to be sure about what you're recording. (laughs) Well, it changes all the time. So the popcorn priests podcast of our monthly screening of movie of the month club. We screened today oh. Taylor's pick of the imitation game. He won for, he was nominated for this in Budapest, but he won Grand Budapest Hotel. Who, who was nominated? The composer. Alexandre Desplat. Desplat. So uh, this came out in 2014, nominated for Best Picture. And Birdman won instead. Mm-hmm. Did it? Yeah, Birdman won. Best director and movie. And something else. Rated PG-13. The cinematography. Talks about the... Oh, what it deserved. <laughs> chronicling of the mathematician Alan Turing's okay. sure. <laughs> role in successfully... Oh, and Foxcatcher was that year. Cracking the Enigma Code. We've have split um, theories of everything. Well, likes and dislikes from both Cole and Taylor, my guests today. Would you like to elaborate on what you thought of it, Cole? Well, being someone into computers, I was more hoping geek. To discover, yes, like the kind of background behind the computers and just how smart of a man he really was, how machines actually worked. And but I get, I mean, it wouldn't work for mainstream audiences, people would just get bored. So it's, they, yeah, they went more with the human emotion element of it. And it just kind of for Hollywood production, they did they, have to change some things. Yeah, they, I mean, they yank at your emotional heartstrings more than trying to pick your brain. So. That's just kind of where I was let down. There could have been a whole lot more they could have explored, but it wouldn't have worked for, you know, the Academy Awards and getting people interested. But Cumberbatch is a really good actor. I mean, he, what saves it, basically, he's interesting to watch. Yeah, I agree. I like Mark Strong's performance, too. And you can pretty much take Tywin Lannister and you just put him in a military suit and it's the same character <laughs> instead, of, instead of running an empire and just, just like dressing people down you know yeah. pissed just being a dick making everyone feel inferior and incompetent yeah it's just he's wearing a different uniform in this movie is all it is yeah I feel like I, I, I don't know do you think do you think the his his sexual preference was 
kind of exploited in this a little more than... It- well, yeah. I don't just- think so, and that's because of the way that his story ends and what happens to him. Yeah. If, if he lived a full life and it was just kind of this weird thing, it was a couple of scandals, but where, where he- it ends in this very specific way with yeah. his life being ruined... You can't just have that be like out of nowhere without explaining that, exploring that. Well, asking questions about it makes sense though, because it's just that juxtaposition of just violence against you know those who people love violence and you know picking on the weaker, and so you've got the war going on in the background where you know the war is over and everyone's people you know its own citizens are persecuting for being gay with therapy and being violent towards them and treating them differently. And it's just that whole kind of what they wanted to play off of more instead of like code breaking and things like that. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't mind that part as much as the, the strong like comparison between when he was being uh, interrogated by the cop about like, you know, comparing the, the, the to the machine. You like that? Yeah. I mean, I you you can. I thought it was really heavy handed. If you you if you wanted to look at it that way, but the way that he ends that with like, well, then you can't help me because it says a lot about his character and how he feels about himself. Like that he was clearly self loathing and conflicted about being a homosexual and felt ashamed of it. He wasn't like no, it he sense. he felt oppressed by it, you know. And it, there's like an aspect of his humanity it's that like wanting everyone to be only with women. Yeah. To be- it's the, and also the belief that everyone would be better if everyone's the same. It's nonsense. Yeah, it's not it's, something that we believe, but it's something that we act on. Like when people are different, like the world is clearly better when like there's when everyone you know a lot of different like you know, same. types of people. So, and, I mean, it makes it, it's heavy handed, but it's for the audience. But it kind of makes sense. And like Tomorrowland, <laughs> exactly. And see, and there's a reason why they couldn't go full Tomorrowland because well, uh, people get angry and doesn't make money. I, I just don't like the fact that he he's defined by his homosexuality. Like I, I like the I wanted to see, like Cole's and like, that's, like and that's what drives me crazy is it's, it's so focused on. But it makes sense. Like, he's such a brilliant person. Like, why can't we focus on that's why he ended up, like, being, like, arrested, losing his job, and being, like, sentenced to chemical, like, castration. But that's the whole, that's what I realized. We could only, like, if society at that time could have only focused on that, let him be, like, his own thing. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Why, why didn't they, uh, that's what I, well, I know that's not why it happened. (laughs) Because it's human ignorance. It's just the, the, Tides of evolution turn slowly, and so it's just just like if they'd let him be, who knows what else he could have invented, or how much faster you know technology yeah. would have advanced. But they don't focus on how smart he is; they focus on oh, this shouldn't be. So let's try and change him. And it's, it is interesting to wonder, like if like that wasn't a secret, what he had done, like if he would have been treated differently by the government, by the law, if there would have been oh like, yeah. Part, like, like that's another thing that's like really like the war sad wouldn't irony about it. The war wouldn't if, have yeah, been won if, if he had been like if it was more public knowledge, like how influential and like how much he'd assisted the war effort. There would have been an outcry at him being treated that way. So it's the, like there's a lot of like I would actually I want to read the book it's based on. But yeah, I do too. The good would have outweighed the bad, but but I mean, it's it's an interesting like for like what this is and what a movie can be. I don't think it could be done better. Like I mean. Is, you could have a bunch of like math proofs and graph theory, which is like they kind of hint at, but you wouldn't be able to win over a big audience with that. You wouldn't like be able yeah, to let you, you wouldn't be able to inform them like like how like 
wars are not just fought like through force of arms. They're a battle of like intelligence and like development and science. It's like if you did like a movie about like the Manhattan Project, that, that would be something comparable to this. Well, there's a TV show about it. Or a TV series called Man. No, it's called. See, and that like that's another it's, situation it's, where it's like it's about the Manhattan Project. There's like really like the thorny ethical pro- issues with that, like especially like after this, after they crack it, and like what that like put the position that puts a human in having that much power, like yeah, as even like like when the scientists you know handed the keys to destroying the world to the governments at the, when they when they finished the atomic bomb. There's a good Einstein book about that about just. You know, his professors were disappearing when they were going to Los Alamos to work on the, the atomic yeah. bomb. And, like, even, you know, decades before they finally weaponized it, everyone knew how scary and how yeah, deadly it was going to be, and nobody wanted any part of it. Everyone knew that their, the theory supported it. Being, so it's, like, it's a really interesting... But, yeah, again, it's, like, for what this is, it, it couldn't be better. It's scary. Like, well, it's scary to watch this. I mean, where the Soviets were our allies and how quickly yeah, that, it turned into the Cold War 10 years later. I mean, in the 50s, and everyone's turning against each other, thinking they're communists, and everyone's getting hanged and blacklisted and just how quickly the tides yeah, turned. Which, thing is, like, well, that's why this his life fell apart. It was the initial, at least from, like, the, the premise given in this is, like, like distrust and belief that he could be Soviet. And then you find out something that like today's by today's standards would be pretty innocuous, but by the, yeah. the standards of the fifties destroyed oh, his life and his career. It fits the times perfectly. Cause yeah. I mean, that, all you had to do was, you know, prefer men over women. And that was like, your was, the one, even in America, like the beginners where you had the, was it the vice squad or the moral squad or whatever yeah. the moral, I can't think of the name of the like unit, it had back in the day that would go around just looking for people engaging in activity like that to turn them in. Well, it brings up the movie is a hotbed of topics the movie that can makes be you think, and you yeah, know that's you know it's the best kind of movie. I it guess. doesn't, it doesn't, yeah, like it, you know, it doesn't like answer everything. It doesn't say you should feel this way, but it should, you should think, you know, about how like other people are treated. Like I should think that I don't like Kira Knightley is what I should think. She is fine in there. She's a valuable addition <laughs> to the Hollywood community. She's probably more attractive than the actual hey, lady was. Just like Alan Turing said, I cannot like Kira Knightley, and you can like <laughs> Kira Knightley. Okay, I don't like Kira Knightley. Wow. So please don't. It's like you're. I can turn you in. Yeah, don't turn me in. <laughs> I think I'm gonna have to choose. Anna Karina for my big oh, do not. So there's two and a half hours over the years. Oh, so no. Another really great starring roles with Karen Knightley. I think we should do the Pirates trilogy. Oh, no. Uh, one of those movies is good, the rest are trash. Yeah, Man. one is good. <laughs> I like the second one. The third one sucks, but the second one's good. No, they're all trash. The first one's good. The first one's fun. Good, yeah. The rest are trash. All right, overall, uh, I will save my comments to last but what how what would you rate this mr brains i i'd say four stars i liked it just as much as I four out of four yeah high rating high it was, rating it was well done and they put money into it and i mean everyone gave it their best and it turned out really good it's not it's definitely not something to avoid excellent T- taylor your take my highest rating is this gets that this <laughs> this gets it <laughs> I liked it a lot. I like math a lot. Go up and do that. I like I like I like the mastery of the mind over the world. (laughs) 
All it came down to was Heil Hitler in order to defeat the Nazis. I, I sympathize with people who are treated differently and are weird. <laughs> it's 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 an underdog story. Are you coming out here, Taylor? No, I I wish I were smart as Alan Turing. Chris, I would I would I would take being homosexual for that. Like that trade off would be okay. Oh hell yeah! That was a- <laughs> I mean, yeah. Unfortunately, that's not an option. But I would totally do. I would pick it. I I'd bend, I'd bend over. Oh jeez! Like if you had to pull a lever, it's like be super smart, but be kind of an outcast. You know, and hated by a lot of people. But I would be super smart though. Even if the lever was shaped like a male phallus, I'd still pull that lever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, jeez. <laughs> I well, I give this a medium bucket. I think it's really great. You should see it, but uh, not my top, not my top rating, but very high for sure. And great soundtrack. Too. Great soundtrack. Great I agree. I I don't know if I would revisit this multiple times but it's definitely something that should be on your list mind good i saw it as a kid i don't know no. uh, not that great so i was trying to think of like other movies like with mathematicians as the main character it's kind of <laughs> it's it's like this where it's really trying to like that fit. movie has like some weird stuff in it though it's like, weird well, it's, but it's one of those where it's really trying to just, it's like it's really put the hollywood rigor where it's like you know Really feel bad for this guy, you know, really sympathize with him, you know, feel bad for him because of how tortured he was and having, you know, it's really that it shouldn't have won what it won because of everything else that came out. It won everything, didn't it? Yeah, but that's the thing. (laughs) Films that came out around it, like all the focus was on, you know, this big budget Ron Howard movie when there was like Mulholland Drive and there was... Gosford Park. Oh, that wasn't going to win. Well, no, that's the thing. There were so many other good films around that time that just kind of... It shouldn't have won. Never make it with the mainstream. Also, by the way, for our one listener out there who's probably my mom, that you, I'm looking into getting mics for all of us so we can have mics pinned to our shirts or some kind of better mic system. So these. You have to turn the volume up pretty loud, so I apologize for that. But I'm I'm working on it. Got to mix it one at one at a time. I'm getting good content first. We're all heavy smokers, so we all have deep baritone voices. <laughs> we should all speak like we're on NPR. It's like thank you, welcome. No. Uh, we guys is that movie of the month club. Um, no, you have to talk a little bit louder, <laughs> even though we're going to wake up my twins. We don't believe in humor or laughter, so straightforward, serious. We're all about you know, soft, calming voices, logical inquiry. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's how it should be. Laughter is not allowed. Stop it right now. Thank you. This is a serious topic. It is of the devil. Do not laugh. I'm going to rip out my switchblade and slash your tires, so help me God if you keep laughing and ruining this broadcast. I swear you'll regret it. I've warned you before. This is fresh air. <laughs> All right. Any parting thoughts uh, from either of you? I don't know how Terry Gross makes an efficient <laughs> podcast week after week. Fresh air sounds so boring. Even the title just sounds horrible. Fresh air is ho- great shame on you. <laughs> That's what I like about this. We're polarized in many ways, but we all can come together and watch films, which is which is good. All right, (laughs) all right. With that, I think uh, we shall say goodbye until next time. Thank you very much. This is the Popcorn Priest signing out.